Hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and with me, of course, is our co-host, Pastor Ray Jewell. Ray, welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. Always good to be here, especially today. Yes, so today we are at the Capitol in Madison. We're actually in the Capitol building. We just got done with the March for Life, second annual March for Life, and this one, of course, exciting post-row. And joining us today, we're really honored to have Matt Sandy from Pro-Life Wisconsin. Matt, welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you, Pastor Ray and Kevin, for having me and, and for marching with us today. Well, tell us first a little bit about Pro-Life Wisconsin. Sure. Um, Pro-Life Wisconsin was formed 30 years ago. We're going to be celebrating our 30th anniversary uh, this fall. We're excited about that. Uh, we're a statewide uh, total protection pro-life organization, so we do not believe in any exceptions for abortion. We do not endorse candidates that have exceptions for abortion, whether it be rape, incest, life or health of the mother, um, fetal anomaly, fetal abnormality. Um, we believe that every baby has a right to life, that God does not make mistakes, um, and that when you codify in law the, you know, the importance of one innocent human life over another, mom versus baby, that's a denial of equal protection. Anytime yeah. you make an exception, it's a okay. denial of equal protection. We can talk a little bit about the life of the mother exception. but So we have a 501c3 educational organization called Pro-Life Wisconsin Educational Task Force. That We do all the social media, all the outreach at churches. We do billboards, radio, TV, all that um, educational messaging across the state. Uh, not only in the air, but one-on-one, people person-to-person. Um, we love that we're a very grassroots organization. Even after these 30 years, we really do yeah. retain that feel. So that's our C3. Then we have a, a 501C4 legislative advocacy uh, uh, section of our organization. That's Pro-Life Wisconsin Incorporated. I, I run that. So I'm the lobbyist for Pro-Life Wisconsin. I work mainly in the state house here, pushing pro-life legislation, trying to you know, defend against anti-life yeah. legislation. And then we have our state political action committee called the Pro-Life Wisconsin Victory Fund PAC, uh, which I'm the director of as well. And, you know, we're in the thick of our elections this this mm-hmm. summer and fall, yeah. endorsing candidates. And again, we only endorse candidates that hold that total protection, no exceptions, pro-life position. So that's the structure of our organization. Uh, we'd like to say that we legislate, educate, and activate. Mm-hmm. Because we are at the foot of the cross with our pre-born brothers and sisters yeah. down at the abortion clinics. We do sidewalk counseling. Uh, we do sidewalk counseling training seminars. Um, we participate in 40 Days for Life. So we're active in that way um, at the forces. And now, thankfully, you know, there's no abortions being performed right now. Right. But, um, you know, Planned Parenthood is still open. And yep. they are still dispensing all their you know, contraceptives, and they're referring people for abortion down to Illinois, right, to to yeah. um, Monarchy and, and Rockford coming soon, yeah. and Aurora. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, they're continuing to do their, their, their dirty work. Um, and the governor, the attorney general, have already said they're not going to enforce this law, correct. even though it's, it's, we have an attorney general who's telling us he's not going to enforce the law. Right. Our nation, or I'm sorry, our state's top cop, right, right. whose duty is to you know, enforce laws protecting human life is suing to overturn them. He's suing yeah. in Dane County Court, Dane County Circuit Court, to overturn our 1849 ban, um, which is now in effect, and no abortions, no surgical abortions are taking place in Wisconsin, and no so-called medical abortions. The post-implantation chemical abortion, mifepristone, yeah. there's a Planned Parenthood facility that only does those mifepristone abortions oh. in Sheboygan County. 
and they are not dispensing them. They also, though, have a DA there, uh, Joel Ormansky, who has pledged that he will enforce and is enforcing 940.04. And then we have two other uh, state uh, district attorneys who are, who are saying, no, we won't enforce it. Ishmael Ozan in Dane County and John Chisholm in Milwaukee County. So Call is suing, he was first suing the legislative leaders, and that didn't work because they said, you know, look, we're legislative leaders, you can't sue the state, the Senate, and Assembly. We make the law, we don't enforce the law. Yeah. So now we switch to suing these district attorneys. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the main thing that I would want to get, there, there's a couple things I would want to say sure. about the 1849 ban. It, it, it's, it's a solid, um, there's teeth in it, right? It's a, it's a class H felony for intentionally destroying the life of an unborn child. Um, that's six years imprisonment, $10,000 fine. It does have a broad and undefined life of the mother exception, which we would like to replace with moral and effective language that addresses the mother's life in a pro-life bill. And it essentially requires equal care for mom and baby. And if the physician follows that requirement, um, they would be immunized. They would not be subject to the penalties in the pro-life bill. We have very good legal language requiring equal care for mom and baby. Right? These procedures that uh, the pro-aborts are saying you know, are abortions and can no longer take place, like um, a medical emergency early induction, a medical emergency C-section, uh, removal of a miscarriage, um, removal of an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, none of these procedures are abortions because right. there's no intentional killing. There. And there's a lot of people who misunderstand that. Right. And that's one of the talking points of the other side. Yes. You're going to kill, in fact, we've heard it today, you're going to kill Will. Will. Right. Now, the key here is people need to understand when we're talking about abortion, the legal definition of abortion is the purposeful, intentional killing right. of an unborn child. That's how our, our 1849 ban um, refers to it, intentional killing. How even our modern definitions, in modern statute yeah. here in Wisconsin, it's intentional, purposeful destruction. So these, these procedures that I talked about, where the baby may intent, uh, unintentionally die, those are not abortions. Yeah. Uh, legally, they've never been prosecuted as abortions in this country. And so for the other side to say that um, women cannot be cared for in an emergency or they can't have the removal of an ectopic pregnancy, um, it's just a falsehood. Um, so, like I said, we would like to, you know, strengthen 940.04, remove that broad and undefined life of the mother exception, which is, again, we believe at Pro-Life Wisconsin, we know that abortion as a direct intentional killing of a preborn child is never medically necessary to save the woman's life or improve her health. We know that. Um, thousands and thousands of physicians, OBGYNs, have pledged this. Um, I would encourage everybody to go to the American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians and Gynecologists, APLOG, A-A-P-L-O-G, and you, look, you can look at their position statements on the life of the mother, on the removal of ectopic pregnancy. So um, we're very happy, though, that the 1849 ban is in effect. Um, there, there's always... I want to stress to folks in Wisconsin that although we're in a good place at this day, th these victories are tenuous. Yeah. There will be pressures, even among Republicans, to water down the 1849 ban, to include more exceptions into it, rape and incest, fetal anomaly. We need to, to fight that. Um, there, if we don't uh, you know, elect a pro-life governor, um, if we lose the state Supreme Court in the spring of 2023, that could be disastrous. If we lose the state Supreme Court, we have a tenuous conservative majority right now, four to yeah. three. If it flips, 
And if this case goes all the way up, this challenge to 1849 ban uh, that Attorney General Call is making, basically stating it's unenforceable, if that goes to a left-leaning court, they could find 9404 unenforceable. That means we would need a new abortion ban, right? And we would need a pro-life governor to do that. Yeah. Um, but they could go further, as over 10 other state Supreme Courts have across the country over the last several years, where they're finding a right to abortion in the state constitution itself. Mm. And that is what we have been warning about at Pro-Life Wisconsin for over 10 years. We've had our Wisconsin personhood amendment out there. And the reason we need to do that is because in Wisconsin, in our preamble, our Declaration of Rights, the rights to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness are only applicable to the born person. Now, nothing nefarious there. Our founders were not contemplating legal child killing. From, but from a pro-life perspective, it's an error. So our personhood amendment simply strikes the word born and adds a personhood definition. Um, as applied to the right to life, the term person shall apply to any human being at any stage of development, born or pre-born. Uh, Senator Andre Jacques and um, uh, Representative Joe Sanfilippo ha have put that out. The last iteration of it was in 2019. So I'm trying to stress that these victories that we're having, now that it's a state-by-state -state battle, yeah. and now you know that Roe, or I'm sorry, this issue of abortion has now been remanded to the states and Congress right. to these to the democratically um, to be democratically addressed by the people through their representatives. That means we have to fight for these, right? Um, we can't just rest on our laurels and be complacent that you know, oh, we have an 1849 ban now that's in effect in Wisconsin. There's nothing to do. No, this can change. Yeah. Um, and that's why the, uh, elections are so important, to vote pro-life in elections. How many of the current representatives what do you see as being pro-life mm -hmm. and then pro for the abortion? You know, so people get a sense of... Yeah, you know, look, we have 132 legislators in, in the state house here, right? 33 in the Senate and 99 in the Assembly. That's both Republican and Democrat. When we look at like our personhood bill, like enshrining the right to life in yeah. our state constitution, now obviously there's an equality provision there, there's no exceptions. Yeah. You know, we had 22 co-sponsors. So, you know, when you look at the legislators at 100% pro-life that uh, do not want exceptions in pro-life laws, you're looking at, you know, maybe 20 to 30. So it's, it's you know, it's a battle. Most yeah. of the people are in the middle. And then you have, on the other side, they want abortion up till birth and even after. You know, mm -hmm. if there's infanticide, that the folks that, you know, yeah. um, won't protect a, a born alive baby. Um, so there are extremes, but most people are in the middle. So it's just, if you believe that life begins at conception, that God does not make mistakes, that there's a reason that this child was brought, mm -hmm. brought into being. Um, even we, we in spite to, of the parents or the mother's mistake, yeah, you know, I mean, God, God right. has purpose behind what He does. You absolutely, that's absolutely true, Pastor. And and because they have that purpose, and God does have a plan for this baby, whether he or she is development, development, excuse me, developmentally disabled, whether um, he or she was conceived in rape or or some type of you know incest. God has a plan for that baby. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just, overall, over these past 50 years, we as a pro-life movement recognize that abortion is a failure. It's an absolute failure. It's a failure legally, medically, 
socially, politically. I mean, the idea is that we, in, in our society, our civilized, advanced American society, we can't do better for a woman in a crisis pregnancy than to tell her, go kill your baby. That's all yeah. we can offer her. So it is a failure. It's a failure at all levels. And uh, the medical community deep down knows it, um, that killing is not healing, that abortion is not health care, that there is no such thing as abortion care. That's a, an oxymoron. The two don't go together. There, there's no care at all, certainly not for the baby. The baby, and, and sadly in many cases, like with the, the DNA, is being dismembered in the womb. It's, there's no caring for that baby. And the woman can often be physically, emotionally, and spiritually traumatized by abortion. It's not caring for her either, or the husband, yeah. or the boyfriend, you know, um, that regret abortion. So it is a failure, um, but it's going to take time to educate people. Right now, people are so used to abortion, right? We've talked about the law being a teacher. And for 50 years, the law, our highest law in the land, has said that abortion is a constitutional right. right. And um, people take their lead from that. And so we shouldn't be surprised right now that um, we are a pro-abortion nation, and many states are pro-abortion, but that we can't give up, that every baby's worth uh, saving, um, every mom and dad is worth fighting for. And um, we have to have that hope and, 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 and pray to the Holy Spirit that hearts and minds can begin to change. And with this, so how do we do that? How do because we, we saw a whole bunch of protesters. If we were able to get them dressed, get them calm, sitting here, how would you begin a process of having a conversation that would lead them to see the truth? Well, you could start with science. Show them a 4D ultrasound of a preborn baby. Um, you know, pictures don't lie. They, pictures tell a thousand words. You know. Um, you, you would hope that they could see the biological, embryological humanity of the preborn child. Um, you know, that from its earliest stages as an embryo, it's a human being. Then they would have to justify uh, killing that baby at whatever stage they deem. And then they would have to recognize, oh, um, now I'm playing God. Or um, this, is a this is relative and I'm just picking and choosing. You know, that the best way to do this, if we believe that life begins at conception, is to protect the baby from conception. Yeah. So they would have to admit, you know, that, no, I'm making choices. And then they have to realize, well, those choices could redound to your, maybe your, you think what your benefit is now. But later in life, it could not. Because you're either a person or your property. Hmm. And if we can deem, you know, at a certain gestational age that a preborn child can be killed legally, what's not to say that a elderly person at a certain age can be killed that we're going to start you know killing everyone over 75 yeah. you know they're a drain on the economy it's too costly uh, uh, medically to take care of them and, and that's the risk so maybe help them to think through that when we start playing this way it could be down to your to well what's What's the antithesis of benefit? Your, your detriment. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, it's hard because the issue has been so thoroughly politicized. Mm -hmm. This this idea yeah. that it, 
and that you know we've often talked in America that you know we have great individual liberties, um, but my rights end where yours begin. Yeah. Okay. We all we all know that. There's only my rights can only extend so far that they don't encroach on you and begin to hurt you. And that goes for the mom and baby in the womb. Yeah. This issue of dependency is not a good a good measure. It's not a good criterion, right? Because we are, we're all dependent. Right. My kids are dependent upon me. That's right. Um, your three-year-old is dependent on you. Right. If he or she were to be left alone, uh, they would be, you know, to exposure, they, they would die. So this idea of dependency doesn't make any logical sense right. at all. Um, so how, how do you break through? We know that this is a spiritual battle. Yeah. Pastor, you know that. And um, the enemy has deceived us. He yeah. has um, deceived men and women uh, to rationalize an abortion. We know the abortion benefits the men, right? Yeah. They can be promiscuous. They can... And this we can is, hide abuse. We can hide rape. Yes, you, it, it, it facilitates the men. Facilitates the sex trafficking. Yep. Like you're talking right. about the abuse, and um, and maybe that would be something that would touch women's yep. hearts out here because no one likes the sex trafficking. Right. Well, guess what covers it up? But yep. guess what facilitates it? Abortion. Yep. Mm -hmm. And maybe that would reach their hearts and minds. Well, we've got to run. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say one. Go, one go thing. for it. One of the encouraging things that I saw today mm -hmm. were all the young women. Yes. yes. Pro-life. Yeah. And, you know, just making that statement. Yeah. And, you know, there's hope there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, and I wish some of those people were, were here right now and having a, a rational conversation. Because as we're talking with you, we can see your passion. We can see your heart. You're not talking about enslaving women. You're not talking about controlling women's bodies. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about life. And we want all right. of we're pro-women. We want more women to exist. Right. We want every child to have a chance, and that's where that's right. where social justice begins. As as some of this. And to um, you know, expose the lie that a woman's life can't be fulfilling if she doesn't have right. this choice to kill her child. Right. Um, that's not true. I mean, my wife um, has stayed home with the kids for many years, homeschooled them, but. She is now back in the workforce. You know, it's all a balance. Women, yeah. women can have it all. You, they can be a mom. They yeah. can work. Maybe not all at the same time. But um, that's this, true for guys too. And it's really. true for yeah. men too. I yeah. Mean, you just you have to go along with the seasons of life and what the Lord brings your way. You know, I've never met a mother who said, "You know, I really regret sacrificing for my child. Yeah, right. I really regret." Yeah, but the other way around, you do. Yes. You, and I've, I've seen it. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't talk about that. Though. We don't talk about what happens after the abortion. It can, and and I will tell you, there are young women that are very, um, sadly, and even though the mom was doing the best she could, but maybe didn't have to. I mean, there are young women that re resent their mothers for not being there when right. they're teenage years, when they're working 100 hours you know, a week. So that's just to say that it's a lie that you can't lead a fulfilling yeah. professional life as a woman unless you have a right to kill your child. It's, 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 yeah. Well, Matt, we appreciate your time. And our recommended resource will be, we'll, we'll, we'll have links to Pro-Life Wisconsin where you can check that out and check out all the resources they have on their site. And yeah. so... We're at uh, prolifewi.org. Um, all our position statements uh, are there. And uh, what we believe and... Um, yeah, we're just, we put our faith in the Lord, and we thank you for your ministry and your podcast, and uh, we're going to continue to work and pray.
We are, by the way, as we'll say in the next one, we are the Dead Babies podcast, I was told today. Oh. Um, we'll have that interaction on our next episode. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, next week, join us. We'll, we'll have some of the interactions I had with some of the protesters out there and uh, just some, some kind of thoughts. Ray and I are going to kind of talk about that on the way back. So don't forget to check us out, www.basicbiblepodcast.org, on Twitter and Instagram at Basic Bible, excuse me, at... Uh, you know where it is. Basic Bible cast. Sorry. Yeah, so anyway, have a great rest of your week.